you're listening to Sarah Archer in episode 269 of the Speaking Club podcast. I want to open this show with a quote from one of the best copywriters ever, Eugene M. Schwartz. No sentence can be effective if it contains facts alone. It must also contain emotion, image, logic and promise. I started this podcast for two reasons because I want to help people recognize the power of stories and humor in speaking, and because I believe it's your message that counts, not the number of ums and ahs you use. There are some organizations that want to create robot speakers. They want you to sacrifice your personality in order to speak perfectly. But I want to let you know that you can be yourself and a sensational speaker. So, if you want to be a speaker that connects and engages authentically through stories, a speaker that gives value as well as a great performance, then welcome home. Hey, nice to be here again. I hope you are having a fantastic week. I've had a a busy time recently. I invited a bunch of people from my community to join me for a complimentary online half-day intensive workshop. And we had a blast. And this workshop was all about getting the foundations of an engaging client winning talk together. And I've started to run these roll up your sleeves sessions regularly, both as a refresher for the graduates of my programs and also a kick-ass, get results, taster of working with me, as I said, for people in my community. There's no pitches, just lots of implementation and light bulb moments. And if you fancied joining me on the next one, all you have to do is email me at sarah at saraharcher.co.uk. Just bung workshop in the subject line and then we'll get you the info for the next one. And actually today we are going to touch on one of the concepts that I included in that workshop. And it's something that I discovered from the most expensive book I've ever bought. Now, let me tell you the story of this book. It was a mystical, magical book that I'd heard many, many of the most successful people in the world talk about. And apparently what was in this book would lead to untold riches. Now, I'm as sceptical as the next person, but I trusted the people that were talking this book up. So I went on a holy pilgrimage to find this book. And eventually I found it on Amazon for $600. Now I wanted this book, but I wasn't sure I wanted to pay $600 for it. But, you know, once I set my mind on something, I'm like a dog with a bone. Got to keep going. And after a few weeks of searching, I eventually found my way to it. And in late 2018, I managed to get my grubby little hands on a copy of Breakthrough Advertising by Eugene Schwartz for just $155, still making it the most expensive book I've ever bought. And how this book came to be available was a story in itself. So one of my previous podcast guests, Brian Kurtz, 
who is an OG direct mail marketing guru and author of the book Over Deliver and a lovely man who you can hear on a previous podcast episode. I'll put the link in the show notes. Basically, Brian had bought the rights to the book from Eugene Schwartz's widow because he used to work with Eugene when he was uh, at this big um, direct mail publication called uh, Boardroom. And he was lovingly sharing Eugene's work with the world. And I was so excited to have bought it. I couldn't wait for it to get shipped here. And when eventually the book arrived from the US, I remember devouring it. Now, it's not the easiest read, but it certainly lives up to its reputation. And one of the concepts in in the book, in Breakthrough Advertising, gave me a huge epiphany. And I've blended it in with the other marketing, comedy and performance ingredients um, I've picked up over the years to create the speaking and marketing systems I teach today. And this is the concept of audience sophistication. It's something I've often shared it with my marketing clients. But although I used it myself in my talks, I've not taught it as often to speakers and pretty much until recently I hadn't done that. But the feedback when I have has been so positive that I thought I'd better share it with you too. And so in this episode, I'm going to break it down for you so that you can level up your talks and get better results. It's something, once you understand it, that will influence how you shape your talk to fit different audiences and increase your impact. But first, before we go into audience sophistication, I need to cover what I call the big idea. You might have heard me talk about this before. It's a concept that I teach and it's based on a question that I've co-opted from the book, The One Thing from Gary Keller. Now that's all about productivity, but it's got a really good question uh, at the heart of the book to help you focus on doing the right things. And I adapted that question for the big idea and for my speakers. Here it comes. Are you ready? What is the one thing you need to get your audience to believe in order to buy into your idea, change, product or service? And this one thing, this big idea, then sits at the heart of your talk and it's critical to you getting the results that you want with your talk and also to help you organise and streamline your material too. And because this is so important, this big idea uh, concept, I've put together a whole guide which walks you through the big idea and getting it sorted for your talk. And you can grab that at saraharcher.co.uk slash new guide hyphen TSC. Okay, so you need, first of all, to identify What is the big idea you need to get across in your talk? And then once you've got that big idea, what I need you to do next is understand that some audiences you're going to speak to or you you do speak to today are more sophisticated than others. And depending on where those audiences are, you need to adjust or may need to adjust the big idea of your talk accordingly. 
Now I realize you might be scratching your head a little at this point. Don't worry, I'm gonna break it all down for you with some examples. But let's first go through what those different levels of audience sophistication, audience awareness are. So first up, level one. Some people are gonna be completely unaware that they have the problem that your idea change product or service solves. So in that instance, your job is gonna be to educate them about it and make them problem aware. Then the next group are people who are aware of the problem. They know that they want the problem solved, but they don't yet know what solutions are out there to help them. So your job here is to let them know that there are solutions out there and, and go through those as objectively as you can, but just let them know there are the solutions out there. And then the last one, the next level, uh, that will apply to us, level three, are the people who are problem aware. They are also solution aware, so they know there are solutions out there that can help them, but they don't know about your solution. So in this instance, we want to shape the talk so that they have an aha about our solution. And now, as I said, this can be complicated to get your head around, but once you do, it makes it super, super easy to tweak and tailor your talk to resonate with audiences who are at different stages in the customer buying journey. Okay, so what I'm gonna do now is give you a couple of examples to illustrate it for you. The first example is um, from a menopause coach I worked with and the subject of the menopause, if you like. So let's look at the different levels of audience awareness first, and then we're gonna look at how you might tweak the message. Okay, so many women in their late 30s and 40s start to feel out of sorts in different ways. Maybe there's a lack of energy or heightened anxiety or insomnia. There's a whole range of things that could be happening. But the likelihood is that for many of them, the cause of those symptoms is the menopause. They've entered the menopause. Equally likely is that they don't know this. They're not problem aware until someone suggests it as a possibility. The next level up would be that the person knows they're in the menopause, so they are aware of the problem, but they don't know if there is a solution for them and what that solution might be. So they're not solution aware. And then at level three, the person could know that they're in the menopause. They also know there's solutions out there, but they won't know about your solution and how you can help them. So if you were a menopause coach, you might want to tailor the big idea of your talk to those different levels of audience sophistication. So let's look at how that might look at level one. So chances are you could be speaking to a gender mixed corporate audience as part of a well-being fair. If that's the case, it's likely that they're gonna be not aware of the problem and that you'd want to make them aware of the type of issues that can show up as part of the menopause. 
And what's likely to happen for that audience is they're going to have aha moments, both the women who are suffering from those symptoms and also potentially the men or partners of women in the audience whose behaviour has changed. So they're going to think, oh, maybe she's got she's in the menopause. I need to make her aware of that. Okay, so that's level one. So the epiphany is, oh my goodness, maybe I'm in the menopause or maybe my other half is. So then level two, this is getting your audience to be solution aware. So if you're speaking to an audience of women who've just found out that they're in the menopause, chances are you want to make them aware that there is no one size fits all solution because all women experience menopause differently. So that's going to be the big idea of your talk. Yes, there are solutions out there, but there's no one size fits all. Everyone's experience is different. Okay, then level three. If you were speaking to an audience attending your talk called you're in menopause and you can't find anything to help you, it's likely that you'd want to be sharing the reasons most solutions don't work, which is that they don't take a holistic and bespoke view of the individual and the results that you've seen for clients when they've gone through a program that does. Okay, so there you're making them aware of your solution. And you don't have to even specifically go, my thing does this. It's just generally talking about how most solutions don't work with uh, individuals and, you know, the variety of symptoms that can come up. Okay, so hopefully that's given you some idea of how that might work in the menopause space. Let's take a second example. The second example is based on how I would tweak my big idea message based on how aware the audience I was talking to was in relation to the problem that I solve. So level one are people who are not aware that without being able to speak effectively, they are limiting the growth and impact of their business. They're not problem aware. So if I was speaking to this audience, I would make sure they knew that all the different ways that they could possibly choose to grow their business involve being able to speak with impact in order to be successful and get results. So they would have that aha, okay, I need to be able to speak if I want to grow my business. The next level up would be the people who know that speaking can help them grow their business but they aren't aware of the different types of speaking approaches out there. And I mean both in terms of the types of speakers and types of coaching, if you like, out there. For this audience, I would tweak my big idea and story to get them to understand the power of transformational speaking and why they should avoid becoming robot speakers, which you've probably heard me talk about before. And then the third level, these are people who know what type of speaker they want to be, but they aren't aware of my solution, which is about blending storytelling, performance and marketing to share their message and personality in a way that captivates and converts audiences authentically. They're not aware of my solution. So in terms of these guys, I'd share the story behind creating my sparketing system. If you haven't heard me use that word before, it's a combination of speaking and marketing, uh, why it works and the results it's got for people just like them. You can see how you move the idea and tweak it depending on how 
and where you want to connect to that particular audience. So I hope that's given you an idea of how this works. When you get booked to speak, it's really useful to roughly assess the level of awareness your audience has. Is it level one, level two or level three? Because this is going to impact how you speak about the problem and position your solution. The question is, how do you make that audience assessment? Well, first of all, use your experience. For some audiences, it's going to be obvious to you based on what you know about the event and what they've asked you to talk about, what, you know, where that audience is. Okay, number two, if you're speaking to a new audience, then have a chat with the person that booked you or whose audience it is. Ask them questions to establish what they know about the problem and their experiences of getting a solution you know, for that audience. And then three, if you have time, then you might also be able to interview a few of the audience members up front, whether that's employees of a company or members of a group, whatever. But that, if you can do that, it will give you so much insight into not just their level of awareness, but it can also help you tap into particular issues that will connect with them. Okay, one more thing I want to mention before we wrap this up, and it's important to mention, depending on the length of your speaking slot and your skill as a speaker, it is completely possible to take your audience through all of the levels and get a cold audience who's not aware of the problem to become clients. But we just have to be mindful of not overwhelming our audience. So we've got to carefully assess whether it's possible and whether we've got the skills to do that. But it is absolutely doable. Okay, there you go. I'm going to give you your takeaways now. First of all, I want you to identify the big idea for a level one problem unaware audience. Once you've done that, then I want you to work out how that might shift depending on how sophisticated your audience is. And then when you get booked for a talk, try and get some indication of the level of audience awareness in relation to the problem and solution. And then prepare your talk with the relevant big idea so that you connect with where they are and you can move them forward on the journey. And as I've said, if you have enough time and skill, see if you can shape the talk to move them through all three levels of awareness. Right. It's a, it was a humdinger, wasn't it? it? It is complex, but this is a good, you know, this is taking things to the next level. Um, I would suggest if you found it, you might have got it, like it might have just clicked and that's fine. But if, if it's a, finding it a little bit difficult to assimilate this stuff, maybe have a listen a few times to the episode. And I'm sure that after doing that, things are going to fall into place. And it is so worth having that understanding so that you can really power up your speaking. So I hope you found it useful. And if you did, I would love it if you take a couple of minutes to leave an honest rating or review over at ratethispodcast.com slash TSC. 
And all that's left for me to do is to say thank you again so much for choosing to uh, spend your time with me listening to The Speaking Club. And, you know, if you're on LinkedIn or Instagram, then I'd love it for you to connect. Come and say hi. Uh, Let me know what you're thinking uh, about this episode or others that might have resonated or what you didn't like, perhaps. Don't mind, I'm open. You know, we're all growing here. And uh, if there's any people you want me to interview, I often get some fantastic guest recommendations. And I love it when it comes from listeners because I know that they're going to resonate with other listeners too. So anyway, that's me done. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Uh, if, you, if you're somewhere where the sun is shining, it's shining here at the moment. It hasn't been for a long time, so I'm making the most of it. It's a belated summer. And have a wonderful rest of your week. And until next time, don't you forget to go out, grab your life by the nuts and get cracking. Bye-bye. It's a nightmare. You're an expert with so much to say. But now that you've been booked to speak, you're struggling to know exactly what to talk about. You want a talk that engages the audience and wins you new clients without you losing your personality or anyone feeling pitched to. But what happens when you sit down to create that talk is that you end up staring at a blank page for ages or worse, surrounded by hundreds of sticky notes with content that you could include. With so much material, you just don't know where to start or finish. Don't worry, because many experts like you face exactly the same challenge. And that's why I created the Blank Page to Stage Guide. In just 50 minutes, this breakthrough resource is going to help you identify the big idea of your message, make it relatable for the audience that you're speaking to, and convey it all in a way that gets the audience inspired and on board with your idea. And it works even if you have tons of material or your subject feels less than exciting. If you want to cut through swathes of content and get a talk that you're excited to share, your audience loves and wins you new clients, then grab your blank page to stage guide from saraharcher.co.uk slash new guide hyphen TSC. Oh, I forgot to say, it's completely free. Enjoy. Enjoy.